Bitcoin Brief will keep you up to date on all the Bitcoin news from a UK perspective. The briefs will be aimed predominantly at people who already know a bunch about Bitcoin, but want a quick digest to keep them in the loop. Bitcoin Brief If you don't know anything about Bitcoin, don't worry, this first episode is going to be all about bringing you guys up to speed. If you already know your stuff, time to skip to the next video. I'm here to save you time, not waste your time. First of all, forget everything you've been told about Bitcoin, because it's probably false. The mainstream media, government, and banking establishment basically has a vested interest in you not adopting Bitcoin, so everything you've heard from those sources is likely to be at least inaccurate and at best completely and utterly wrong. Listening to the mainstream media talk about Bitcoin would be equivalent to listening to the Coca-Cola company talk to you about Pepsi. Obviously, Coke in that situation would do everything in their power to make you associate Pepsi with sex work, drugs, terrorism. So why doesn't the establishment like Bitcoin? Bitcoin is a revolutionary invention. It has solved a computer science problem which would allow us to get rid of centrally controlled money. So if Bitcoin were to gain mainstream adoption, we would essentially have a free economy and the government and the banks would essentially be holding the reins to a dead horse. Which means that the crony capitalists no longer have buddies in high places, and then they have to play fair like everyone else. It would be like a backdoor revolution. No guns, no riots, just a slow transition to a free economy. Simple. And that's why you'll never hear the establishment talk about Bitcoin in a good way. I hope that most of you will be happy to accept that Bitcoin does what it's designed to do based on the fact that hundreds of millions of pounds worth of investment has been made into Bitcoin companies this year alone. In simple terms, Bitcoin involves a list of transactions which is copied to every computer in the network. New transactions are broadcast to that network and checked against the list that already exists to make sure that people aren't spending money that they don't have. This checking process is rewarded every 10 minutes with newly created money and some transaction fees. The reward is only given to one computer every 10 minutes, the fastest one. Right now, there are huge clusters of computers all over the world competing for that reward and securing the network in the process. To send a Bitcoin to you, I have to broadcast a transaction that sends one Bitcoin from my account to your account. If I then wanted to send that same Bitcoin to someone else, the checking computers would reject that transaction because they have in their list earlier on the fact that I've already sent that to you. The beauty of this is that it doesn't need a bank to verify. In fact, it doesn't need a third party at all. So long as there are computers somewhere in the world that are running Bitcoin software, it will continue working like this autonomously, as it has since 2009. Now you know roughly how it works, I'll introduce you to the language of Bitcoin. The list of transactions we were talking about is called the blockchain. New transactions are broadcast into 10-minute blocks, so the newly created money is called a block award or coin-based transaction. The checking computers are called miners, and so sometimes the transaction fees are referred to as miners' fees. So we know that the blockchain stores transactions, 
But how does that equate to how much each individual person owns? Essentially, all we need to keep track of there is incoming transactions and outgoing transactions. And then we just sum up everything, and that's the balance. Rather than working this out every single time we want to make a transaction, we use something called a Bitcoin wallet. Bitcoin is sent between addresses, and a Bitcoin wallet is a way to store the addresses that you have ownership of. Wallets can be in the form of a computer program, an app on your phone, a paper wallet, or even a brain wallet, so a passphrase that you just remember. If you have your own wallet, then you are in charge of your own money's security. Now, if you can't trust yourself with that kind of responsibility, there are loads of companies to choose from that will help you secure and retain access to your Bitcoin. So that should give you a pretty good idea of what Bitcoin is and why you won't hear a lot about it from the mainstream media. That's actually exactly why I'm doing this. I don't see enough real information out there on Bitcoin in the mainstream media, so I figured I'd gather a bunch of sources and project it out to this channel to you guys. So if you like and subscribe, I will keep you posted on all the Bitcoin news from a UK perspective. Bitcoin Brief. Have a good day.